I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. Uh, I'm your host this week and my lovely colleague uh, Shane Brennan is with us too. Hello, how's it going? Man of many words there. Um, so this week we are talking was about... Was that your attempt at a slag? <laughs> a you just bit, yeah. Man of many words. <laughs> I was letting you get your your little blurb out. Man of many words. Yeah, okay, oh, I'm almost, cool, kids. I won't slag cool. again. I won't slag again. Oh, no, okay. Um, Go on. This week we are speaking about music in ads, and uh, sometimes uh, music in ads is something that we don't really we don't really kind of uh, take notice of. But when when a perfect piece of music is 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 tied with a really nice creative, it can elevate it uh, to such another level. So we have a couple of examples of ones that we loved in that ad uh, in ads. So before we get into that, um, each week we uh, we always kind of want to hear what you think if uh, we've left out some ads that you think are. Our obvious run uh, runners for categories or or uh, comments on what we've gone through, uh, we love to hear it. Uh, last week we did radio ads and uh, we had Jeremy Keane who was on to us about uh, the old Mister Brennan ads uh, that they're his favourite and uh, of course they're classics uh, to go to. So if there's anything uh, that you think of after listening to this, drop us a comment uh, on on any of the social platforms uh, and we'll we'll get through to it the week after. Yeah, it was nice of Dermo to bring up uh, my family. Um, family business, you the know Brennan I mean? dynasty. The Brennan dynasty. It's uh, it's uh, it's good to hear that he likes the work we do. Um, and the the bread that we make. You know what I mean? It's uh, like every year all the Brennans get together. We have a good chat. You know what I mean? Um, we <laughs> make sure sandwiches. that good few toasties. Make sure everything's okay. We sign off all the creative. And uh, then we push on <laughs> in one big go. <laughs> <laughs> in one big go. Yeah, all the creative. Um. But yeah, that's a good. That was a good shout out from Dermot. That's a that's um, yeah, it's just an iconic ad. Um, it's uh, it, it just reminds me. I don't know. It. I don't actually have an abiding memory of like when I know that ad from. Do you know like when you hear an ad or you see an ad, you're like that brings me back to like a smell. You know, it mm. brings you back to a certain time. You're like, oh, I remember that in the car on the way home from school or something, mm. right? That ad, I just know it. I don't know why. It doesn't it doesn't make me feel of like any particular time. It doesn't remind me of tea time, lunchtime, whatever. It's just part I of just Ireland. like yeah, I just Growing like up. that yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that ad? Yeah, I know that ad. I know that voice. Yeah. But that's so distinctive that that voice, you know, spot you know he doesn't have to say the brand and you know what it's an ad for straight away. It's it's Ronnie Drew, isn't it? I don't think so. No, no, Ronnie Drew's passed away many years. And well, Mr. Brennan seems to be still going, so don't think it is. It's is just it a classic old Dubliner ad. I'm oh. I could be, could, be, could be corrected, but uh, hold on. <laughs> I always thought it was Ronnie Drew. I don't I don't think so. Um, uh, or is that the point of plane? That's the point of plane. That's that's the. <laughs> but it's still ad. just an old Dubliner accent. <laughs> My God! And if anyone actually uh, is listening to this as opposed to watching this, um, lucky you. You don't have to put up with our faces. But we've also uh, we now have the ads that we're going to discuss on our website. So if you want to actually see the ads that we're we're going to be discussing later on, go to workwithfo.ie forward slash podcasts, and you will find them all there. Just just reading on an old form here. Often mistaked for Ronnie Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you just typed that in very quickly there. It's it's your man from Wonderly Wagon used to do the voice. Bill Golding. Used to. Used to. Oh, good old William. And everyone here is saying, I used to think it was Ronnie Drew. Okay. 
Okay, you're not right. mad. You're not mad. No, I'm not mad. I was like in my head. I was like, it's a hundred percent. Right. So, so, anyways, uh, leaving last week's radio behind and moving on to music this week. Um, Shane, when you think of music, when you're when you're looking at a production from, I suppose music comes into it if it's a for, from a pre-production stage. Where does your head go to when you start looking at it from from a from producing a piece? Yeah, of music's an interesting one because I think it does depend on the brief and depends on the product an awful lot. It depends on the platform. Like you take uh, social media now, sure, music is kind of taking a bit of a back step because what is it? Eighty percent of people, if you're making something for Facebook, most people aren't going to hear the music if they don't hear the dialogue. Hmm. Um, so I think all those things, especially from a budgetary point of view, need to be taken into account. Um, but I don't know. Like for me, when I think of music and ads, I always think of the cinema, right? Why so? Um, because I feel like that's when you get the proper hourly experience of a big cinematic ad with like Just, an amazing all around. It's you, all around you, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a great piece of music. And like, if you watch ads, right? So the interesting thing about ads is everyone watches them. A lot of money is spent on them, but it's something that everyone watches that no one really wants to watch. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. a tea break. It's a it's a break. So like if you watch a, a great TV ad at home, there's probably someone talking during the ad or you're on your phone because the show you're watching is stopped. Right. Mm-hmm. So your attention gets pulled away. Whereas um, and same like a radio, you could be talking and just listening in the ads. Come on. It's like a, a signifier for you to kind of zone out somewhat. You know what I mean? Especially not to the messaging, but to kind of some of the surrounding are really focusing on the details of creative because most people don't whereas i find with the cinema or used to be with the cinema r.i.p um was you would be in a dark room it's the expectation is no one speaks generally anyway um but i think then, i think that's that's a, that's a good point though as well with with cinema and music like trailers i know we'll, we'll do an episode just about trailers because they are they're my favorite type of ads and I think they might be your favorite type of ads as well but that's really where music comes into its own that that really helps make something epic and class and obviously it's great that they can do that because they can do a class cover version of a classic song or just pick Mm -hmm. the original recording because it's part of the production budget of that film in itself and I suppose you don't see those kind of epic songs or versions of songs a lot in regular TV advertising social advertising because the cost of it for licensing is just astronomical. Yeah, and we, so. we talked about that in the previous podcast, just kind of the changing in in cost of uh, of buying music in general or just trying to license it. But my thought is just that, uh, yeah, in the cinema, it's where I really remember really strong music. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's just that for, for me, it's just if I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's class. That's that's a really good score or that's a really good song or I haven't heard that song in ages. I just think the media like advertisements in the cinema, you really get to kind of be immersed in the sound. And I think for sound or for audio, for me, for music, it's that immersion. Mm. You know what I mean? It's um, it's it's what the character of the music adds to the production you don't miss it because there's no one talking to you there's no one you know what i mean there's there's no one distracting you you're not even trying to distract yourself with your phone away from the tv or maybe you're not even listening to sound on your phone if it's a facebook ad or whatever so i just think in the cinema for me that's where music and ads really kind of stands out because it's it's a place where i get to experience it uninterrupted 
yeah I guess. M- music is so um as uh, as as my friend friend Paul Cawley, who's a regular listener listener to this uh, podcast, he used to describe certain certain pieces of music as, as very transcendental, as in like it's literally like a doorway, and, and your mind can go off into a mm. into a whole other trance or space, and and I suppose coupled with the that environment, that cinema, you're there to tune in and plug into what's coming into your eyes and into your ears. That's yeah. that's that's even more powerful there. Um, so right, well, I think uh, I think we'll go with your ads first, then Shane. Uh, this week, cool. Um, we uh, we're ready to play then. We are ready to play. You say when. Let's go. One night to be confused. One night to speed up truth. We had a promise made for us and then away, both under influence. We had said to know what to say. Mind is a race away to call for hands of a Sony Bravia TV. Um, so yeah, that's like, so that's by an agency called Fallon. I think they're based out of London, um, and they were briefed with uh, essentially just showing off the color of the new Sony Bravia TV. Um, and I think what's interesting about that is, and people might find it a strange one to um, for me to show because it's such a visual, mm. um, it's such a visual piece, but. For me, I was only thinking about it like that piece is is not nearly as strong without that music from Jose Gonzalez heartbeats. It's just, mm. it's just not like the whole, it, like you think of all the effort that they went into that. It's a quarter of a million bouncing balls all done for real in camera, shut off the street, um, and 
without the music it's not nearly as strong like that like i think i think what that piece does is the music allows you to really experience the kind of surrealism mm. you know what i mean the music it just drowns everything out it calms you down it just lets you just watch it's you very I mean? it's very relaxing and uh obviously that that has been around for for a good while so it's it's mm-hmm. it's not seen it for the first time but only only there watching it across my mind that there's no rhyme or reason that all mm-hmm. those balls will be bouncing but you don't think about that you actually just enjoy it for what it is yeah. and i think that that's really beautiful part of it and, and the music kind of clicks you into that going okay this is just this is just a nice piece now we're just going to enjoy yeah i think it's like visually just to talk about that for a minute it's it it it, it reminds me just watching when i watched it again the other day of up yeah the and i know it didn't come out till 2000 and was it 2010 maybe 2011 but um it's the colors just those crazy colors against against the backdrop and it's like well that's amazing it's just for me for some reason the minute you said music to me this ad came to me yeah i didn't think if you'd have said to me colors i wouldn't have thought of this ad but it was the music and as i said earlier i know this ad from the cinema yeah this is this is where i know this ad that is an epic ad on a fucking huge screen with the music <laughs> around it and no one saying anything it's yeah. like you're in san francisco yeah it's an ad uh, that this from from memory it's not the first ad I remember for sure, but it's the f- it's the first ad that stopped me in my tracks. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, that that's class as yeah. an ad," and that's that 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 stands with it, you know. And I think it was the music that does that because it it just invites you in, and you're just you're just within it straight away. And that song Definitely. was massive like, when it came out. Then you imagine that song, you imagine that ad today on social media, no music. Yeah, like it it that'd be a Oh, Sony pranked San Francisco people by dropping balls. Do you know what I mean? Tap for sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it wouldn't. It just doesn't have the same sell. Like it was just a perfect, perfect um, medium to get it across. It was just really nicely executed to do color. But it's that awareness to know that you need to use sound to help people to focus on color. Hmm. You know what I mean? You need to calm the environment down to get across what you actually want it's not about just showing the color you have to set up an environment where people can appreciate what you've done you know with the the relaxing aura from it and the music and it all working lovely with slow motion it's so different i've seen the behind the scenes of that and it's so different because it's terrifying the speed of those balls going down the hill i read a few um different reddit forms of people who live on the street Going. And they were like, it was carnage. It was like they had nets <laughs> at the end of the... They couldn't leave their house for a day. So a lot of people just got bottles of wine and just sat out on the That's on pretty the cool. Yeah. And like uh, there was a whole game for the kids on the street. Like after they were finished was to try and find bouncy balls. Because the guys, the, the crew tried to collect up as many as possible and had huge nets everywhere. Yeah. And there was damage. There was so much damage. Cars like, and windows, windows broken. Imagine, yeah. yeah. And... Um, and in fairness, they were like, yeah, we pay for any damage. That's absolutely no hassle. But it was just, yeah, the, it, terrifying. You imagine standing at the bottom of that road, a quarter of a million super bounce balls coming at you. Because what they did was like 100,000 from this direction and 100,000 from a different direction. So then they'd meet and they'd all collide and then start really spilling. Yeah. Going each way. But um, 
yeah i just think like for me yeah the minute you said music i just thought of that and it was funny couldn't think of the artist's name couldn't think of the name of the song but i knew the tune <laughs> and I knew what was going on. And I just searched. I was like, bouncy ball ad? I couldn't. And it was loads of Reddit subreddits all about it. Everyone being like, one of the best ads. It won a Golden Can Lion as well. I'm pretty sure that year. Um, no surprise there. No, no surprise really. But it's, uh, yeah, it's for, the minute you said music, I was like, this is what came to my mind. So I said Be- it showed. Speaking of can, so uh, the ad, my ad that I've chosen that we're going to show now this this ad was the first time when uh, I was working in the industry at this time at this stage and can was kind of still a thing that was like oh that's the thing in France advertising festival it wasn't really on the Irish radar a lot but I remember seeing this ad and thinking oh you can make ads like this this is this is something that's possible you know really kind of opened your mm. mind going okay you can make some really cool ads. Um, that it, that's possible. Mad ideas are, are things you can do. Um, so if you are ready, Shane, uh, we go yeah. for this. I'm excited to see what it is now. Okay. Oh, all right. That's ready. Go. Yeah. Play. I've had my ups and downs, my fair share of bumpy roads and heavy winds. That's what made me what I am today. Now I stand here before you. What you see is a body crafted to perfection. A pair of legs engineered to defy the laws of physics. And a mindset to master the most epic of splits. seen that before that ad yeah yeah i was working with you in MediaWorks when that came out yeah it's pretty uh yeah it's pretty pretty epic i, I remember us ta- i remember us talking about it and being like because there's some really interesting stuff culturally around that ad and it's just in in the kind of shift of cinema and even john claude van damme's career was so in 2008 i think he came out so he fell on kind of hard times or those kind of 90s guys were real became real jokes at this stage and to be honest with you they were falling apart as well because of the damage they put their bodies through with stunts and stuff like Dolph Lundgren and pretty much the entire cast of the Expendables so think of those people right so lads who are good 80s let's just put it that way great solid in the 80s but made like (laughs) 80 films or 100 films but for some reason are all getting done for tax fraud now you know what I mean they weren't paid they were paid tiny amounts of money um but he had fallen, I think he might have, did he do a stint in jail? Or something happened to him. Maybe not jail, I'll curse John claude with that. But uh, something happened, I think he fell on hard times, similar to a Wesley Snipes type situation. Um, and then he came out with the movie, JCVD. Do you remember that film? Uh, no. Which is just his initials. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's an action film about an actor just running around the place, like kicking the shit out of people. No, no, not even hiding. Yeah, we've just used his initials. That's what, that's what, who's coming to see this film. It's like people who want to see Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. fucking kick the shit out of people yeah. again. And then this kind of sparked, like around the same time Expendables came out, around the same time you have Crank 1 with Jatham Statham coming out. This kind of just carnage, crazy, like, yeah, do you know what? Let's not even pretend Blue that shit. there's a plot <laughs> on this. Let's just say, what the fuck do you want to do? It's like, it's like what allowed John Wick to be really good. Mm-hmm. This was the equivalent of this in, in the late nineties. Was you know we don't. Oh, I just it's like stunt guys being directors. It's just like I just I don't want to have to. Yeah, I Take just want to watch an action movie like the eighties. I don't want to have to romance or any of that crap. So Jean Claude had come back in JCVD. That was a huge kind of cult hit. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Mm-hmm. Expendables and all that stuff were coming out, and this kind of nostalgia for the eighties stuff started really coming out, and then. I, this was 2013, so this would have been a couple of years after that. Um, so the 80s were really, or those 80 icon, 80s icons were really kind of at the front of the of people's minds again. You know what I mean? So I and think the, that's interesting. And the song then that that's used is is Enya's only time. Uh, that was I think that was 13 years old at that stage. And after this ad came out, because it went so, it was it was kind of designed to go viral. Mm. Uh, purposefully that she went back into the billboard chart charts in at number 43 because because it was so uh it was so successful in terms of yeah. of, 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 a, of a piece of ad so the actual agency that that created was uh forsman and bowden i hope i'm saying that right they're a swedish agency mm-hmm. um and it's part of an actual series um called the live test series so essentially what they identified was that when a, dri- a driver has a really intimate relationship with their truck that they that they drive, it's a really special relationship. But when they're buying it, they don't just go off their own bat and buy it. They actually take in the advice of a lot of different uh, people from their friends, their family, their co-workers and stuff like that and colleagues. So they designed this live test series to kind of grab the attention of the everyman. So if, if a driver is kind of talking to their family, they're like, oh, this steering his class and Volvo trucks yeah, yeah. even though you you wouldn't know from Adam what yeah. what, what what the quality is or they invented seatbelts you know so, what I mean you know, like, yeah, yeah things yeah. like that so um this one was uh, I think the music is just it's just perfect for it. kind of similar mm. to the Jose Gonzalez where it just marries really well with the visuals and kind of mm. lets you just your mind jump into what's happening and not care about about, about anything else um I, I think it definitely amps up the tension as well by not being uh by not having any tensions or upbeat because it's like a meditative it's like someone doing something insane but having to have pure focus to do it so you're like okay quiet it's that it's that hush it's the Mm. okay and that music is the perfect you're like are they gonna do this and the pacing that's what your head goes yeah yeah the pacing of the music is perfect because then when the the truck starts to split that's when the kind of crescendo really starts to build and it it just i I thought it it was perfect i couldn't get that song out of my head for for a long yeah. time after after listening to it but uh the the actual shot in itself as well it was all it was all done in one take and the fact that the the he's split so is that real the, is that real? real it's real you know he did I, have that was my big he question had a guide, he got a guide wire wire in case he fell he that's didn't fair. fall that's uh, fair. <laughs> but his feet were not stuck or taped around to the wing mirrors he was standing on the wing mirrors he he actually did the splits uh it's 100 percent real 
Um, it's so. Oh it's my such god, a... that makes it way more impressive. Because even when I was watching that just there, I was like, I wonder if they've like, when they cropped it to fake. It, that's in my head. I was like, this is real, real, real. And I was like, maybe when he, you can't see his face, there's no like, green screen. It, them. It's all real. Jesus it's the only Christ. the only thing you can't see that is the safety measure is is the guide wire in case. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, yeah. But it was. It, it's so such an epic scene that you actually forget these trucks are going backwards at speed they're not mm. driving forwards or something like that they're actually reversing back and they they twist out to get that split at the reverse so like it really does what it says in the tin in terms of see they've painted the, the two wire they've painted the two lines on the road for the trucks trucks to track along oh, i didn't notice that well i thought there's one because one only one moves okay the other stays i was watching it so one tracks the line and the other moves back out to a new line Right, okay. So they drive side by side, and then the other one. So obviously he's watching his mirror. Yeah, you can see the or lads. She, you can see the lads she. in the it truck. Could, it could be, no, it could be, could be her as well, Aaron. You can <laughs> see the drivers in the in the cab and looking. Yeah. They're literally like this, and yeah. John Cloud's over here, and you can see them looking out the mirrors in and them. So like, there's there's two in each cab, two drivers in each cab for it when it when it's happening. Also, the lighting is absolutely gorgeous. That yeah. kind of golden hour sunset, it's beautiful. Um, and even the colours of the trucks matches. Yeah, the golden like, colour. So like it's no, it's a that's a really cool, uh, it, it's a really cool piece of content. Like if anyone liked that ad, then uh, do a search for Volvo Live tr- Test Series. They've they've a version where they have a hamster steer, steering the truck uh, because the steering is that good uh, over near cliff edges and stuff. They have one where uh, the one of the engineers is buried neck up. Uh, to show the height clearance of the thing so the truck flies over his head. Uh, there's another one where um, I think the CEO or something like that is standing on the truck as it's suspended over a river to show how the hooks, how, how they're so strong. There's loads, could, there's loads of them that are just, they're just class. They're really well done. Could you imagine pitching those? Oh. So guys, and you imagine, you imagine everyone in like the engineering team being like, what? You what? Know, what now? What, what? Can we not just show the car? I took so long to build the car perfectly. Why are you putting a hamster? It's not for hamsters. Well, the engineers are actually, they're kind of part of the reason that they're creative because obviously they've engineered the, the, the functions in, in the trucks, but they actually worked with the creative agency to define, okay, here's the features that we want to fix That's or cool. not fixate on. And, and really, these are the class ones, really good features that people will love. And that's they took that from there. So it's it a real collaborative effort between brand and not just a brand yeah, yeah. team, but the actual company itself, uh, the Volvo company and and the agency. So that's why I, I love that one. Um, yeah, it sounds that was that's a good choice. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, I think we're, we're already out of time. So um, we'll okay. have to we'll have to leave that one there as always uh, give us a shout if there's any that come to your mind or if there's uh, any comments you have on on the ones that we've shown Um, we'll be back uh, next week with another glorious episode so uh, until then see you later take it easy guys